and welcome back to Crossfire Podcast, episode 43. I hope we're all doing well. It is Thursday, Thursday Thunder. Hopefully some information or some valuable information over the next 20 minutes or so today that will help you um, in whatever position you are um, in at the moment. Uh, how are you feeling, your thought process, etc. Hopefully I can reach out and help you that little bit further. Um, Today I did want to talk to you about, and maybe this is something I could have or should have addressed a little bit earlier on, was how to stay fit if you can't exercise easily. Um, now, this sounds like a very easy, uh, you know, oh, it's just you know, it's easy, I can stay fit, I can go out for a run. Now, I do want to like stop right there and re-rewind a, a second. Um, now, fit or staying fit, you have to identify, because this is where the fitness industry is fucked up, because also the way that it teaches uh, personal trainers and it teaches the, uh, well, essentially the trainers that move into the industry. Um, you need to identify what fitness means to you. So for example, you could have a conversation, depending on what age you are, you could have a conversation with someone and say that Paula Radcliffe is fit. Now, there's loads of you going to be like, of course she's fit. She used to be a long distance runner. However, I will challenge that and say she wasn't fit. She was aerobically fit. She was very good at running. Okay. That was her, that was what she was good at. She was well-rounded in running. However, if we take into the different considerations of the different, um, factors or definitions of, not even definitions of fitness, let's say, sorry, the um, components of fitness, um, then not so well, not so fit, you know. Um, a rugby player is more likely to be, obviously depending on position, uh, to be more fit than um, a long distance runner. But we all assume that going running keeps us physically fit. Keep Going running keeps us aerobically fit. Uh, and this is what, and this is just one example. It's the same as a, um, say the same about a powerlifter. A lot of people, oh, he's very strong. Yeah, but that's, or, or she, that's all they have is strength. That's all they're good at is fucking being strong. Like no neck, just like loads of reps or, or little reps, but very high, high weight. That's not fitness. So going back to the question of how to stay fit if you can't exercise easily, the first thing that you need to clarify and understand is your own definition of fitness. Now, there are loads out there. Um, off the top of my head, I think the main one that gets taught is your own, you're as fit as the uh, something to do with the environment that you're in, okay? which is quite relevant. Um, and this is not me being biased uh, at all, um, but I do think that CrossFit does give a very, very good definition um, to fitness. Um, that's, that's my opinion. Um, I would like to say that it could also be to some degree proven. Well, I think it has proven for a lot of the CrossFit gyms and transformations that goes on through people and people feeling the fittest that they've ever been. Um, but CrossFit has world-class fitness in a hundred words. Um, and then it has the 10 recognized skill. So I'm going to kind of uh, go through what the what it encourages you to do. So world-class fitness, 100. you might have seen this. Now, 
here it's talking about eating meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch and no sugar. Keeping intake to levels that will support that, uh, to support exercise, but not body fat, okay? Practice and train major lifts, deadlifts, cleans, squats, presses, clean and jerk, snatches, master the basics of gymnastics, pull-ups, dips, rope climbs, push-ups, sit-ups, press the handstands, pirouettes, flips, splits, and holds. Bike, run, swim, row, etc. Et hard and fast. Five or six days per week. Mix these elements into as many combination patterns as creativity will allow. Routine is the enemy and keep workouts short and intense. And there's a bonus in there is regularly learn and play new sports. Now, that's kind of defining more of the, the fitness program. But I want to bring your attention to the, 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 um, the, the general, the physical skills um, that are, are recognized by CrossFit coaches. And these aren't, listen, these aren't just CrossFit related. If you learn GCSE PE, or O-level PE, or A-level PE, whatever, you know, whatever level you're at, you, you're taught, and even in schools, uh, personal training uh, courses, fitness instructor courses, you're taught, I think, five or six physical skills, okay? So things like aerobic endurance, muscular endurance, and that's where the kind of thing of people go, oh, you know, fit. But let's look at this, okay? So we're identifying that there's 10 physical skills. Now, that's kind of... Uh, the first one is cardiovascular respiratory endurance. So the, the ability for the Boston, the Boston, the body to gather, process, and deliver oxygen. Okay. So um, aerobic endurance in, in layman terms. Okay. Then we've got stamina. Um, we then, I, I mean, I can define all of these. I've got them in front of me, but it might be a little bit longer winded. Um, strength, flexibility, power, speed, coordination, agility, balance, and accuracy. Now let's take. Let's take a, a, um, a powerlifter, for example. Are they going to have, let's say if we rate them, and this is how I try to explain it to people, if you go from a zero, a scale of, of, of zero to 10, zero obviously being non-existent, 10 being, you know, you meet that criteria very, very well. Will a um, powerlifter have very good cardiovascular endurance? Probably not. It's definitely going to be below five. Stamina? Again, probably below five. Strength, without question, 10. Flexibility might be slightly above five, um, depending on weight and everything like that, or in terms of weight class, because there needs to be an element of flexibility to be able to exert uh, that much force or to get into certain positions, depending on what powerlifting they're doing. But generally, I would say that your typical powerlifter, um, looking at heavy sets of five, three, ones, have limited range of flexibility. Okay, so the, let's say the guys who, you know, and girls that just lift constantly heavy, deadlifts, presses, benches, flexibility might be limited. You might get your superhuman that has more flexibility than others. Power through the roof. Speed, there will be an element of speed um, in, their, uh, in their forte because they need that for some of their lifts. But they will train that also. If it's always going to be heavy lifting, the speed, speed will obviously decrease. Coordination. So, you know, the ability to combine several distinct movement patterns, um, questionable. Agility, again, questionable. Balance, not sure. Don't think it'll be very high. And accuracy, the ability to control movement in a given direction or a given intensity. So, out of those 10, if you're going to scale, and maybe write these down about yourself. Where do you place yourself? If you find that you've got a lot of twos, threes, fours, and five, but 
you know, there's one or two tens, then there's a major imbalance in your fitness. The idea is that if you had a needle from zero to 10, your needle is equal in every single one of them. So you're only going to be as fit as your weakest link. So if your flexibility is fucking terrible, then that's going to hold you back in a lot of things. Now, people don't realize, and I'll, I'll explain this a little bit further. People don't realize that if you are inflexible, it will stop you from achieving a certain level of fitness. And some of you can go, well, how? You know? Well, for the point I've just said, you are only as strong or as fit is your weakest link. So if your flexibility is dire and it's at a one out of 10, but your power is 10, your speed is 10, or you think it's 10, imagine how much more you would progress if your flexibility was as good as your speed or power. So it's limiting your capacity. So define what fitness means to you, okay? Um, you can improve any of these things at any time. But one thing I will say, and again, this is uh, a neutral opinion, is that those that start CrossFit will come in and have these imbalances, and that's completely normal. We've all got them, okay? But what happens over time is you start to pick your favorites, and you get very, very good at those particular ones. For example, strength. A lot of people will be like, it's not, I'm not, you know, I feel like I'm not getting stronger. But actually, there's many ways to test strength. You don't have to always test strength with one rep maxes intensity can be you can you can improve your strength by just working at the right intensity um, and that will blow some people's mind that's for another day um, and actually I might it might make sense in a little while when we go through the next parts but identify that definition of what that is give yourself scale the, these are all available online you can find these on the CrossFit, uh, CrossFit website you can find these on the CrossFit website and most CrossFit gyms will actually have these on their website too um, so um, power and speed are both adaptations of, of both training and practice. As I said before, those are things that you um, will, if you're only doing five repetitions, uh, you're not going to improve um, speed. But you can definitely look to improve speed by different variations, including you know, adding plyometrics, tempos, um, things like that. Okay. Um, then thinking about what, well, actually, you know, I would blame society's definition of fitness because that's where we're a little bit lost and that's why certain things work for certain people. But if we were to be quite transparent and say, look, there's one definition of fitness, regardless of whether that's CrossFit or not, um, and we stick to that as your measurement to define whether you're fit or not, then that would give a lot more people clarity in their lives or fitness lives of whether they've achieved fitness. Does that make sense? Um, and there's, uh, there's, there's actually a, another one that, uh, a, a CrossFit fitness standard is what they do. They, and they actually, this is in the level one handbook, um, and they teach you this, uh, on, on the course, uh, briefly, um, about having a hopper. And this is how the CrossFit games originally started. And the hop, the hopper thing is, uh, I think they do it for Tombola. Imagine like writing loads of random things on a piece of paper, ripping it up and put it in a, like where you just pick out a number, like picking out of a hat, same thing. Um, so there is no, there's no way that you can select things that are in your wheelhouse. They're just, you could write down anything from carrying logs up a hill to running 25 K to rowing a hundred meter sprint to deadlifting your body. You could write anything in these and that's fitness standard is, is essentially being able to perform being well at any task imaginable. And that becomes a little bit more transparent, um, or a little bit more obvious in classes, if you are at a CrossFit box where you've got movements that are absolutely in your wheelhouse, and you're like, yeah, I love that, that's my wad. Or you're sitting at home, you're like, I'm going to plan my week. 
and uh, you look at the program and you go, yeah, that's me. Monday, I like Tuesday. Wednesday, oh, I've got you know, I've got double unders. I'm not good at them, or I've got got to do handstands. I'm I'm not so good at them. I probably I'll take a rest day Wednesday. Or there's running in the world and you think it's going to rain. And you think your skin's not waterproof, so you won't go in. So the the hopper element is being able to do anything and not cherry pick. Okay, all these movements get thrown into a hat. You pick out one, and you can even throw it into. You can even throw rest periods, reps, the number of exercises, the sets, the time frame, whatever you want to put in, and pick those out. And that is actually how the first CrossFit Games started. That was literally how it started. Um, now, one thing I will say, once you've defined what fitness means to you um, and got your definition, is identifying how much time you have. Okay, Because if you can identify how much time you have and you've got your understanding of, of what fitness means to you, you can plan a lot better and more effectively Okay, to help you improve your fitness um, or stay fit if exercise isn't as, as accessible. Because once you, you know, a lot of people, that's one of the most biggest barriers to people exercising. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Or well, fuck me, with nine months, nearly 12 months from when we went into lockdown, if you haven't got the time by now, you will literally never have the time. Uh, and I mean that. You, you're just someone who likes to talk about being fit but doesn't actually want to do the work, but will happily talk amongst friends of the one time that you ran 5K. Like, put your money where your mouth is, make time, um, should that be you because you make time for other things that are less important it's funny that a lot of us have time to watch series and series and series of shit on TV uh, of Netflix and but can't make time to better our health identify how much time you have what is your definite fitness uh, fitness fitness can't talk today and then the next thing to think about is um, what equipment do you have what, what are your what access do you have to equipment now you, we, and I said this in a few podcasts, maybe this is the gym industry's fault that we've taught people uh, to rely on certain things. Like you have to rely on a pull-up bar, you have to rely on a barbell. Now, yes, it does create different stimuluses, but given the situation that you guys are in and we are all in at the moment, what do you have right now to stay as fit as you can with regards to those 10 physical skills? Um, how can you stay as fit as possible? Not, I don't have a barbell, I can't do that. Not, um, I haven't got pull-ups, I'm not going to bother doing that. No, let's not focus on what you can't do. Let's change our mindset. Let's look at the things that we can do, that we can do, and let's do that. Because if you focus on the things that you can do, magic happens. You start to believe in yourself, you start to become motivated because you've done something and it's worked and you've got a good feeling out of it and you replicate that, you want to replicate that. Okay. Um, now, one other thing is how to stay fit if you can't exercise easily. We've got time. We've got your definition of, of fitness, the equipment that you have and what's available to you. The next one that I do want to talk to you about is do you understand fitness? Or are you this person that just goes onto Google and thinks that you can do it yourself or fo follow some absolute incompetent dickhead on social media and you've got fucking band tied around your knees, a, a fucking headband on, band on your wrists, you've got bands in between your legs, and you are using one kilo dumbbells um, to do shit with. Like, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but I have to get this out. 
because it's actually been bothering me for the last few days. I was having, the the other day I spent about 30 minutes and I tend to weekly spend an allocated time on social media, looking at new creative ideas for the gym, looking at new things that we can um, interpretate differently and um, potentially network, you know, comment on things and, and see how where it leads to. One thing that became so apparent is the amount of people on the internet that are working out with like half kilo dumbbells and one kilo dumbbells. Like what, and like women and men, like what is that about? You are, no wonder that you can't achieve what you want out of your fitness goals for being at home because you're doing it fucking wrong. Pick up a tin of beans. It's, just, like, it's the same thing as your one kilo dumbbell. Why, you know, I just don't get it. Making it look so hard. I actually watched the video and I couldn't stop laughing, but I was so angry at the same time. You know, like 15 reps, 12 reps, and we've got a band around your knees and you're doing shoulder presses as you're walking. Like, what are you doing? If you see that stuff, you need to start reporting it as spam because it should not be out there because those people that have no confidence to go to the gym, that is exactly why they don't have no confidence because they see, you know, they see challenging stuff, they see this stuff, they see other things, they see promotions of people doing shit and they just don't know what the right thing to do is. Why don't we put out the right information there? Why don't people realise that if we put right information out there, the world would be a better place and people would actually be a lot happier, people would achieve things that they want to achieve rather than so many fads and misconceptions and bullshit just to, for shit people to make money. Where have we got to? Anyway, my point is, do you understand nutrition, uh, fitness, not nutrition, that's another topic. Now, this is available on the CrossFit um, website. Now, programming, there is an art to programming. Um, something that takes years of practice, takes you years of getting things absolutely wrong, um, and um, you do you do eventually get better at it. I feel that I've got a lot better over the last few years, but I still get things wrong. I st you know I st still test even now testing workouts um, for the gym. Still get some wrong. Um, but you always you always uh, learn. Now it's trying to identify what kind of you want from from your workout. But this is straight off the CrossFit website. There are three metabolic pathways that provide energy for human action, okay? Now, some of you may be aware of this. You've got your uh, phosphogen uh, pathway, which is also known as phosphocreatine, okay? And this is where the whole buying creatine thing comes from. Now, that doesn't last very long. That's like your strength stuff, your one rep maxes, your three rep maxes, like up to six to 10 seconds, something like that, okay? That's like high power, short duration. I'm then gonna go the other side, and you've got the kind of uh, your aerobic pathway, your oxidative pathway, okay, which is um, long uh, duration and and not so much uh, uh, power, okay, so long distance running. But then you've got one in, 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 in between, and it's glycotic or lactate pathway, okay, and that is your workout that is generally, you know, something along the lines of six minutes to 12, maybe 15, um, and it's the hard workouts, okay? Um, the ones that, you know, you feel like you're going to throw up. That's where you get the intensity. So the first one 
dominates the high-powered activities. Okay, it's no more than 10 seconds. The second one, the glycolic slash lactate, you know, dominates the, the moderate-powered activities um, several minutes, you know, no more than 12, 15, um, and that's where a lot of CrossFit programming workouts are done, around the, that mark, the two, two, two movements, three movements in between that, AMAP 10s, 12s, 14s maybe, um, three rounds of time, five rounds of time, that kind of stuff. Okay, and then the last one, as we know, is a low-powered activity. Okay, that one lasts in excess of, of several minutes. Now, this is word for word straight off the CrossFit website. Total fitness, the fitness that CrossFit promotes and develops requires competency and training in each one of these three pathways or engines. Balancing the effect of these three pathways largely determines the how and why of metabolic conditioning or cardio that we do at CrossFit. Okay. So if you favor someone, if, if you're someone who favors strength training, you're not going to be very good at the things that are long distance or long duration. And it equally, equally, if you're someone who favors um, the uh, long distance stuff, you're not going to be someone who's who's very good. Uh, you're not going to be very strong usually. Okay. Now there are obviously variations of superhumans. Um, so it's trying to find uh, that common ground and ensuring that your fitness is the broadest and most general um, way of being tested all the time. Um, and that's why I asked, do you understand fitness? Because are you someone that just finds workouts online? You think, oh, I'm just going to sweat today. I just want something that's going to make me sweat and that's hard. I found it hard, so that means it must be good for me. That's not necessarily the answer. And I don't know why we're led to believe that that actually is. And maybe that's something that the fitness industry taught from a, from a long time, or for a long time, I don't know. And that's why the biggest things I say to people is like, ask for help. Um, if you don't know, ask for help, because there is someone out there that will help you. Whether there's a price attached to that, whether they'll help you for free, it doesn't matter, but someone out there will help you. We... I don't know, and I think this is also maybe a, a, a bad thing of, of, of CrossFit, and this might not go down well with some people, but like w people make up workouts, you know, that are just, you know, because because uh, I feel like it, and then everyone does them, you know, and you're like, but some, like, why are you destroying yourself like that? That's not the sign of a good workout. Think back to why you got into fitness. It was probably to reduce your body fat, feel better about yourself, look good naked, and start to feel physically fit. Why would you just make up shit just because it, you start sweating? Why is sweating a sign of you working out hard? You, you know, it's not. It's not like we should be. We should be past this point. So how do you stay fit if you can't exercise easily? We've identified time, or finding out how much time you've got. We've identified that what's your definition of fitness. Establish that first. You have to establish that first because otherwise you're doing it all wrong. Okay? So it means different things to different people. I personally think that we should really follow um, the CrossFit definition of fitness. My opinion. Find out what equipment you have. What resources have you got available? Because then you can make an action plan with the resources or program, the resources that you've got, the equipment you've got, the time that you've got, and now you're understanding the 10 physical components and where you lay with them. And that's how you can improve your fitness. Intensity. Be impressed with someone's intensity, not their volume. 
So we all think training for two, three hours a day is like the best thing to do. And probably some of you are doing this now. You're probably doing multiple workouts now and you're like, oh, I feel sluggish or I'm not feeling great. Intensity is far more important than volume because not a lot of people can work out in that, you remember we were talking about the pathways, in that lactate pathway in the middle between the two for that eight to 12 minute mark and be efficient at that? I mean, we can all do it, but how well can we do it? And that's why intensity is, is where you can really improve your fitness. As I said before, through intensity, you can, you can improve your strength. We've, I've tested that with the gym. We've gone through programming periods of time where we haven't done any maximal lifts. We haven't been at 100%, 90%, 80%. We've stayed around the 65, 70, maybe 75%, but we're working for certain time frames and certain movements and blending those movements together in a certain capacity and, and wanting you to do certain things. So when you, go, when you do go to retesting, you, you know, you're like, wow, I'm stronger than I was before, but I haven't done any strength training. That's because you were able to get intensity out of your workouts. That's because program was effective. Not because it's magic, and you know you've been going, you know you've been reading something online, or you know whatever. It's not. There's not magic. It, it, there is an art to it, and it happens all across CrossFit gyms. You know that's why it is so important that when you're training, whether you're training at home or you're training back in the gym, you need to find effective scaling options that work for you. We all kind of want to jump ahead and go, ah, well, I want to do pull-up with six bands because I want to do pull-ups in the workout. But by the time you put that your foot in those six bands, your heart rate's dropped to below, you know, 80 beats per minute. You only need to do four reps. It's taken you 35 seconds to do the four reps. No intensity. Takes you another 30 seconds to get your foot out of that band. Intensity is the key. Intensity is how you stay fit if you can't exercise easily, along with the things that we just discussed about. Fitness isn't confusing. Getting fit isn't, it shouldn't be confusing, and it, and it is relatively easy if you keep, to some degree, your head focused and not listen to all the shit that is out there, because it will absolutely confuse you, and you'll see someone do four hours work of training a day, and you think, oh, because they're doing four hours work of training, and they're in great shape, that means I have to do that. No, you don't. Let's find. Let's figure. Let's find out their longevity of fitness. Are they? Are they going to be doing this for the next twenty-five years? Maybe not. We have to remember that CrossFit is a new sport in comparison to the other sports that are out there. So, if you look at the likes of the originals, you know, uh, OGs of CrossFit, Fronin, Kalipa, people like that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're only like 33, 34. Like. They started it early 20s. That's only been like 10, 10, 12 years that they've been doing it. We don't know what they're going to be like at 60. Now, it all looks fantastic that they're in great shape now. And I'm just being realistic here. And yes, they're elite levels that their life has revolved around that. But we don't know. We haven't seen 40 years or 50 years of evolution of the sport. We don't know. It could go, it could work out really, really well. Or it could be really, really bad. It could be a short, short frame, a short time frame. You know, look at a footballer's career. Footballer's career is probably what, like professionally, probably thirteen years, maybe fifteen years tops, depending on when they get their contracts. 
their first pro contracts. Yes, they've been doing the stuff, you know, academy level and stuff before, but I'm talking like pro contracts in the elite level. You know, after that, their bodies are not that, you know, it, they're not performing at that stage. The training volume decreases, the training intensity decreases. They're a lot smarter with decisions you make. If you think about, like, for example, I'll actually use me as an example, going back to playing football. Would I run around centre mid uh, as I used to when I was 18, 19, 20, 21? My body thinks I could, but my brain would be like, look, you're not, you're not, you haven't practiced football in five, 10 years. You haven't been playing. You're not that footballer anymore. That was your dream back then. You're a different person. Your knees aren't going to take it. The lateral movements. Okay, you can't you, you you can't do the runs that you used to. You can't play the balls that you used to. So my what I would do, and this is what I'm encouraging, relate this back to fitness, is I would sit and not run so much. I would sit and make smart decisions and play better balls. And I mean, those of you that follow football, you might understand what I relate to. But if we talk about fitness, you might just realize that actually you don't have to rx your workouts all the time you don't have to get in seven training sessions in four days just being happy with being physically fit and testing those components all the time four days a week with adequate nutrition is more than enough to keep you physically fit i hope today's makes sense and has given you an insight into the different things that are required to become uh fit um let's say, or, or, or stay fit if you can't exercise easily, if, if time or anything like that is, is a restraint. Um, tune back in next week. Hope to see you soon.